0: guys and welcome to the podcast it's josh your favorite spiritual best friend ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving we are going to talk about birth charts the moon how they're connected and why mercury and retrograde simply just sucks for everyone and boy does it suck We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Before we cover today's podcast, Josh is not a certified professional in this field. All of the sources Josh will be referencing come from CoStar, Cafe astrology, and also through books and authors Josh has read through his own spiritual journey. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain it's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use, and download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome To your spiritual best friend, I'm your host, Josh Sanchez, and for this week, special announcement. I'm going to be dropping two separate podcasts, so this is the first podcast that I'm going to drop uh, today, and then obviously tomorrow on Sunday, I'm going to drop my interview with Ashley. Ashley, she is my best friend from college, John's. Girlfriend, We actually really talked about like Libras and stuff like that. So she is a Libra and we are now in the season of Libra. The first day of the season was this past Thursday, September 23rd, and it goes until October 22nd. And then as we transition into Scorpio season. So with this first podcast, the interview will be its own separate podcast. Me and Ashley talked a lot about her chart. We talked a lot about her, her work what she views in relationships, and advice that she has for other people in relationships. She was great, and big shout out to her for coming on to the interview. But before I talk about the first podcast for today, you guys can tune in to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify, Apple Podcast. All you have to do is search Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I'll pop right up. The link will also be in my show descriptions as well. And please like and subscribe and share the podcast to your friends and family because I would love to have more interviews and more people coming. Um, Shout out to Noah and Tim for the previous two weeks. Two Virgo men coming on and giving great experience. So it's been great. It's been a great journey so far. So I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. So for the first podcast today, I'm going to cover the Libra sign and everything that means Libra. And then obviously I'm going to name some famous, famous people that are Libras. And we're going to talk about what happened this previous week. Uh, This Monday, the 20th of September, there was a full moon and it was in Pisces, but it was a special type of full moon. So if you guys have been feeling a little bit weird this week or a little bit more emotional, um, I'm going to get into that as well. And yeah, so those are going to be my three. Talking points for today's podcast, number one, and obviously number two again will be my interview with Ashley. Shout out to her for coming out. And if you guys know any Libras or Scorpios, because both of those seasons, we're in Libra season now, and Scorpio season is right around the corner. I would love for you guys to enter to come on the podcast. You can either come to my apartment and we can record like Tim did, or we can record virtually like what I did with Ashley and um, Ashley and Noah so whatever you guys are flexible with I am down so with this sign of Libra I actually know a lot of people that are Libras I also know a lot of people that have Libra moons so with Libra when you think of Libras this is I'm just going to start generally and my source is from astrology-zodiacsigns.com zodiac and then I'll discuss more sources later. Also, CoStar and also the app called The Pattern and Cafe Astrology. So, it's a mixture of those four sources that I got this information from when it comes to Libras. And again, if you guys did not listen to my disclosure, I am not a full professional. I'm literally just talking about the signs and having fun. So, Libra is an air sign. So, usually with air signs, they're very... Think of air, honestly, the concept of air. Everyone breathes it, so very sociable, like you need air, you need to be very sociable, and can also be very stone cold. So think of air as like the avatars, like the Avatar The Last Airbender. You have the Air Nation, free-spirited, go with the flow, loves to travel, loves to, uh, loves to see everything. Very sociable creatures, but can be very stone cold, and detach emotionally a lot, so the air signs include Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, and I know a lot of air signs, uh, pretty much a lot of my family members have air signs in some form of their chart, it's crazy, it's crazy how the charts work, but With Libra, it is ruled by Venus. So unlike Virgo, Virgo was ruled by Mercury. So that's big on communication. Venus is the planet of love. So just like how Taurus is ruled by Venus, the planet of love, the Libra sign is. So Libras are very affectionate. They love to get in relationships and they really want to find the one, that one true real love that no one else can find. And that's how Libras usually are. If your Venus is in Libra, it's a good placement because it shows that you can have good balance in your relationship if you create firm boundaries with people. And and I'm going to get into some of the weaknesses of the Libra sign. But when you think of Libras, you think of the balance scale. So you have this scale and you have, you're trying to balance one thing and you're trying to balance your other thing. That's what a Libra is. They're very good at being the middleman, they're very good at arguing because they see both sides and where people are coming from, and they're definitely fair-minded, and they love to find inner peace, very cooperative, very diplomatic, gracious, they, 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 they want to find peace, they're very loving and giving to an extent, but when you think of Libras, you think of the balance scale. So different from Virgos, when you think of Virgos, you think of attention to detail, 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 detail. With Libras, it's the balance scale. I'm trying to find that balance. I need to find the balance. I need to see everyone's side of you. And they're again, they're really good. Like uh they're really good when it comes to validating people and giving people validation. And we all need that from time to time, definitely. And I can definitely see why I am surrounded by a lot of people that have Libra charts and my relationships with them have all been great because of their willingness to take the time to understand where I'm coming from and vice versa. So that's one of the awesome things when it comes to Libras. Uh, Obviously, air signs and fire signs are the most compatible. Because, again, when you add fire with the air, you get a big, beautiful explosion. So that's pretty much, like, when it comes to compatibility. I know the sister sign of Libra is an Aries. So if you are a Libra and you tend to attract Aries people, I mean, you guys are sister signs, so it makes sense. So, and what sister signs are is it's pretty much like... uh, if you're an earth sign your sister sign is the water sign that 6 months past so like for example Taurus is in May sister sign is Scorpio and you usually are very compatible with your sister sign but just like how i mentioned when i described Virgo's last month with Libras again i'm not describing all Libras this is the this is a very important thing to understand i am not describing every Libra obviously There's people that have Libra moons, there's people that have other things, so you might know a Libra that's completely different than what I'm saying, but what I'm going to counter that is, there's more to it than just your sun sign, and there's more to it, there's more signs that fall into place, you're not just going to be a Libra everything, and it's actually uh, crazy, because I interviewed, my interview with Ashley that you guys will hear tomorrow, she was a double Libra, she had a Libra sun and a Libra moon, and so usually the more Libra you have, the more Libra you become, but she also had a lot of different placements in her chart, which balances out. So that's my point. My point is, is that as I'm describing the Libra season and Libras in general, there's more to it than just a Libra. Obviously you could be a Libra with a Sag moon or a Libra with a Taurus moon, completely different. Um, but I actually know a lot of Libras as friends and we all, we all get along great. It's It's crazy. To really think about, but back to my original topic at hand. Libra, like I mentioned, it is the ruler of Venus, so planet of love, so that need of balance, that need of security, that need of fair-mindedness. Very sociable creatures. Um, but the problem with Libras is they can avoid confrontations. Uh, they can, they can avoid. They can be very grudgy, and they can be very indecisive. And I can definitely speak on this with a couple of my family members on my mom's side especially I'm not going to call out names but I I have a lot of my family members have Libra moons so just like I said the positive is you like to see everyone's side you're very like middle grounded but the problem with that is is that lack of boundaries happen with this and you can be very Avoiding confrontation so someone can continue to manipulate you and continue to mess with you and you'll continue to give them chance after chance after chance because you're trying to see where they where they're coming from. And that is where I really want to challenge Libras in this regard. If you have a Libra placement in anything in your chart. When it comes to when people take advantage of you, what are some boundaries that you guys need to have? to end that. That's something that I want to challenge Libras is creating just a simple boundary for yourself to protect yourself from when people are taking advantage of you. Because if you meet the right person, it's great, very loving, very kind. You can see his side of you or her side of you and vice versa. But if that person is a total a-hole and completely taking advantage of you, When are you going to put your foot down and say, you know what, that's enough? And that's something that I've seen a common theme in a lot of Libras that are in my family and also a couple of Libras that are my friends is they usually have that one person or two people that are continually, continuously, sorry guys, taking advantage of them. And because of the need for balance, the need for that balance scale, finding, finding that balance and harmony, you miss out on and you get taken advantage of. So that's something that I really want to challenge anyone that has a Libra placement, whether that's your sun sign, your Venus sign, your Mercury sign, your rising, or even your, well rising, you can't really control that, or even your moon sign, and, even, and also Mars, that's something I'm really going to challenge you guys with and something that you guys should all work on is creating boundaries. That's something that is healthy. When you create a boundary, it's not a bad thing. It And it's a misconception because when people think of, oh, I'm making boundaries, uh, we're avoiding intimacy and stuff like, no, boundaries are healthy. Boundaries showed more self-love towards yourself. So that way, it also shows more respect towards yourself. Like, hey, this is what I like. Hey, this is what I don't like. If you do this, it's going to make me uncomfortable. Establishing that clear communication is important in any relationship. But I really want to try emphasize and drive home the point with Libras because it is important for Libras to understand this because a lot of Libras I know, are in some either tacky relationships with either family, loved one, or even friends. So that's something I really want to challenge is by you creating more boundaries, that does even the scale. And it also makes the other person realize like, hey, like you actually like are standing up for yourself, you know, and that's a good thing moving forward. Boundaries are important for anyone's mental health. And as someone that has a bachelor's in psychology and is in my first year of my three-year master's program to be a clinical counselor. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Number one, not number one, but one of the most important things to have in any relationship is boundaries. So that is something that I really want Libras to focus on. But some things Libras dislike, according to ZodiacSigns.com, Cafe Astrology, and the CoStar app. They dislike violence, injustice, loud mum loud mouths, and conformity. Um, just like I mentioned, Libras are very peaceful, fair-minded, and they also hate being alone. So they always need to have. There's always this need for someone to be with them. And I and I think that is to, uh, again having the ruler of Venus, that need of love and affection. Everybody needs it. But when it comes to Libras, they need it a little bit more. They need to be around people more when they're alone. It's kind of, they get very anxious. And again, like I mentioned, you might, some Libras are different. Some people get less anxious, but there's this need to always be with somebody. Um, I can speak that a lot through my family members that have Libra moons and Libra suns. They're very like, they really enjoy our time when we're together. So it's great when it comes to validation. And I want to end my Libra, obviously I'm going to talk about the moon. And then I'm also going to talk about some famous people that are Libras. But I really want to end on a positive note when it comes to Libra suns because Libras are very, very validating I know and and they and they're very comfortable with telling you anything they're sociable creatures they they love to be honest with you like they really love to have a conversation and they're very extremely validating which is something that I can speak of when it comes to like my grandmother my stepmom my and 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 my uncles my uncles are very I will say a lot of my uncles are that have Libra moons because they all have Libra moons they're very like when I come to them for stressful things, they're very like they're very validating. They always want to make sure I'm okay. And that's something that I really like in the and like those are that that's like the main trait that I really like about Libras is that willingness to validate others, be there for others, and not being scared to be sociable. So now when it comes to confrontation, that's something that need to work on. But I'm going to conclude Libras with discussing some famous people that are Libras. So with Virgos, I did James Harden, Kobe Bryant, a couple other guys, but with Libras, there's a lot of celebrities that are Libras. There's Tom Petty. There's Will Smith, Kim Kardashian, Eminem. Uh, Kevin Durant is a Libra as well. Um, So for, for my, for my old school people, you have um, Ralph Lauren, he's, he's, I, I just looked at him and his picture is like super old. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe people know him. Um, F Scott Fitzgerald. Um, just trying to think of some others. These are just some people that I have top of my mind. I know Kevin Durant's a Libra. He's funny. So yeah, I mean, these are all Kim Kardashian's a Libra. I did not know that. So that's something that I'm just, I'm blown. I'm blown with. So those are some famous people that are Libras. So with the last topic, so that is everything Libra. So the dates, like I said, dates, very important. September 23rd to October 22nd. Cusp is usually like September 20th to September 23rd. And also that's a cusp baby for Virgo, Libra, cusp baby for Libra, Scorpio, October 23rd usually to like the 25th 26th range that's the cusp for Libra Scorpio around there so that is everything when it comes to Libra I hope you guys really enjoyed that first the first part of this part one of the podcast as I transition to the second part we're going to discuss the moon and my website is again I always find my resources no disrespect to men but When it comes to astrology and when it comes to understanding yourself and your mind and your spirit, I I lean towards women more because women are very understanding when it comes to what they need in their body, what they need and all that. And men, we kind of just do what we do. And I mean, a lot of men in this world have led the country and we see how that is led to. So a little side disclosure, that's sort of reason why like when it comes to spirituality and all this stuff, I tend to lean towards women. So this, my website is women's health. And what this discusses is the full moon that happened Monday, September 20th. It was in Pisces and it was a harvest moon. So with the harvest moon, after having conversations with fa- friends, family, and also reading this page, a harvest moon is pretty much, it's like a moon that's beginning of the fall. So full moon, first full moon of the fall and it's getting ready for us to get ready for the winter. So like whatever is in your chest or what you're going through emotionally these past couple months during the summertime and now in the beginning of fall, you need to lash out. Not lash out. I would probably say a better word. You need to solve those conflicts or, or talk about what's going on with you So that way, your body mentally, physically, and emotionally is ready for the winter. Because obviously, as we know, we are all very spiritual creatures that are connected to the environment in some way, shape, or form. And as the seasons change, we need to prepare ourselves for the seasons to change. And, And everyone thinks, well, just physically, no. Mentally and emotionally, there's seasonal depression that is a huge thing around here and around the world people tend to be more happier and some people love the winter more some people love the summer more so it's just and based off of your traumatic experiences during those seasons as well you can get ready or, or not be ready so these are things that the harvest moon really helps us start to really act upon taking care of ourselves and asking ourselves what do we need for the fut- for the future in the winter time so According to Women's Health, it says the full moon is in Pisces. So when it comes to Pisces, as um yeah, it's happening in Pisces. So with this full moon comes undeniable urge for you to trust your basic instincts. You won't question yourself. On the contrary, you feel Beyonce Beyonce level confident about your decisions you're making. And according to Donna Page, a certified astrologer in Atlanta. So, so that's something that Donna Page said on this website. So, you're going to be a little bit more confident emotionally. You're going to be able to to, to trust your basic instincts. When it comes to Pisces, since it is a water sign, emotions rule the sign when it comes to water. So, you're going to be a little bit more emotional than you usually are and... Here's what it says according to your zodiac sign and uh, with, with this full moon. So, let's see here. As I'm trying to just pull it up and see everything. Um, nah, I'm not going to really talk about that. I'm just going to really talk about how the moon has pretty much just like it, it affects people as well. It, it affects you emotionally and all that fun stuff. So I mean, what I mean by basic instincts, as I was, sorry, I was trying to reorganize my thoughts as I remember when it comes to your basic instincts, it comes down to your basic needs on obviously when it comes to eating right, when it comes to sleeping, when it comes to exercising routine, like it's all about the routines that you've been making. So really trust those instincts, really trust what you are Experience and emotionally trust your intuition. If you're not, if you after work for a couple hours, you don't feel like after that you really need to take a mental break. Take that mental break. It's the whole point of this harvest moon is to really get ourselves ready for the winter, emo, and especially emotionally and understanding ourselves. And for you guys to know, the next full moon, the next full moon will be on October twentieth, twenty twenty one. And the sign is going to be in Aries, so that's going to be a little more, with Aries, you're going to be a little more rushed to do things more, it's a fire personality, whereas with Pisces, it's water, so with water, it's more gentle, it's more calm, it's more relaxed. Aries is fire, so you're going to be like, I got to get all my, got to get everything done by this, 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 very intense. So, So yeah, so maybe just trust your intuition, that's what I'm pretty much saying. And according to this website and all that fun stuff. And when it comes to this moon, if you are a Virgo or Pisces, this is what I meant. If you are a Virgo or Pisces during this full moon, because it is Virgo season and Pisces moon, if you have Pisces or Virgo in your chart, you're going to feel more emotional. You're going to feel more, you will feel your emotions more everything I was describing the most out of all the signs. That's what I meant that I was really trying to like page and focus on. Um, But yeah, that covers everything when it comes to the moon, when it comes to Libra season in general, just like I said, you guys can follow the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, My apologies describing the moon a little bit. I am starting, I'm trying to get used to describing the moon a little bit better in greater detail. Um, But You guys can always comment, like, and subscribe to the podcast. Let me know how I do. And if you guys ever want to come on to a podcast and talk to me about your chart, talk to me about spirituality and life, I'm always down to have a conversation. My Sag Rising is in full display today. But I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Just like I said, this is one of two podcasts. hope you guys enjoyed this first part. And the next part, my interview with Ashley and all that fun stuff. But you guys are listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please like and subscribe. And just like I said, message me on Instagram at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. Or on Twitter, it's just three Z's instead of two. If you guys would like to come on to a future podcast, Libra Scorpio's. I will be waiting for you guys to respond. I know you guys are sociable creatures, so I'm ready. But I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy both podcasts. And this is Josh, your spiritual best friend, signing off.